Check, check, one, two, three. Hi, guys. Welcome to Brain Food. So, um, this will be the first episode. Um, I was just recently crying because I just watched Beautiful Boy. If you haven't seen that movie, that movie's amazing. But today, I'm going to be talking about, you know, having hope and... How to reach your goals. So I have some questions that I left on my Instagram. If you didn't see them, my Instagram is in the link in my bio. But yeah, I just went to the gym. Actually, uh, you know what? I'm just going to talk about what I ate today. Today, I had a no-cow protein bar. I'm like laying in my bed, by the way. So sorry if you hear like a little bit of an echo. Um, But yeah, I might, I might re-record this. Not sure yet. We're going to see how it goes. But today I woke up. I was supposed to wake up at about 4.50 in the morning, but I ended up hitting the snooze button and I did not wake up until 11 o'clock. So I rode my bike to the gym. It's like three miles there, three miles back. Um, I did legs today. And when I was riding my bike back, I almost fell off my bike and almost passed out because I was so exhausted. But I had a protein bar with the Celsius before the gym... And then, I'm going to move this over here. Then I had, um, after I have the same um, post-workout meal every single day, I have oats with almond butter with protein powder, banana, and the PB Fit, which is really good, by the way. It has a lot of uh, uh, plant-based protein in it, so that's good. I use the Oregon protein powder. It's amazing. I use the chocolate fudge one. Highly recommend. It's not insanely expensive either. It's like 20 bucks. On Amazon, too. So if you have Amazon Prime, it'll be like 21 with shipping. But yeah, today I wanted to talk about, um, you know, my journey. I'm sorry, I'm like taking off my shoes and stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about my journey with um, sobriety and just mental health and kind of finding, not my point, but kind of figuring out my life and what I'm going to do in the future and how I, you know, helped myself out of a hole that was really, really deep. Um, so I have some questions that I'm going to answer. The first question is, where do you want to live in the future? So I have wanted to live in New York City since I was like a kid. That's been my dream for like years, years, like since I was five years old. My mom went to FIT in the city, if you know that is. It's the Fashion, to, uh, Fashion Institute of Technology in Manhattan. Um... I live on Long Island, so it's not that far. It's like a hour train ride. But yeah, like for me, I feel like I had a lot of uh, a lot of social anxiety when I was a kid. So the thought of a big city would be like, you know, I'd meet new people and I wouldn't have to have that social anxiety that it would kind of just like work out on its own. But as I grew up, I feel like the more independent I became, I feel like the inner ADHD in me kind of... Um, the thought of chaos and just me walking through a city and it's just me like kind of I don't know if this makes sense I don't know if you can relate to this or not but the thought of chaos around you like a noise like noise in the background and then you're kind of just doing your own thing it really helps me I feel like I couldn't live in the middle of nowhere not because the fear that I thought I was going to be alone but just like I need to be constantly doing something constantly doing a lot of things at once and you know living in the middle of nowhere just like somewhere like Pennsylvania or like somewhere like that where it's just 
corn <laughs> everywhere. I don't think I could do it. I, I need to be constantly having a, not a distraction, but something to do, something that makes me feel productive. And I feel like if I lived in the middle of nowhere, I'd have a short selection, not really a big selection of things to do. You know, I would probably find them, but living in a city, I think it would be easier. So yeah, I'm gonna put my phone down. So the next question is, okay, so the answer to that question is New York City, maybe Chicago, but New York is my big, the big one I want to go to. Um, so someone asked, how do you not get burnout from working out so much? Okay, the answer to this and will always be sleep. You have to get sleep. Like I, I work two jobs. I work at Taco Bell. I work at Taco Bell and, um... And I work at a restaurant, it's a Mexican restaurant, and my my hours this, this summer have been insane. I, I work seven days a week, like probably close to 50, 60 hours a week, um, but you have to sleep. I, like, I, I try to wake up as early as I can, but if I feel like I need that sleep, I always hit the snooze button and I, I sleep until I feel like I can physically get out of bed and have a productive day. Because if I'm waking up at four in the morning, going to bed at 12, because that's when I get home sometimes... I will not have a productive day. I will be dreading work all day. And I, I like my I like my two jobs a lot. Like Taco Bell, it, it can be tedious sometimes. I don't particularly <laughs> enjoy the customer service aspect of it, but I do like the environment. Um, the other job, the restaurant job, that's like my favorite job ever I've ever had. I love that job. But if I feel like I'm dreading going to work that day, I know I need a good sleep the next day so I can have a productive day. Um, also good nutrition. Um, for a while I had, I had problems with, um, with eating and I, you know, I'd eat less to, okay, <laughs> I guess we're gonna get into this, but I would eat less to, um, you know, cause I thought that would make me skinnier and have like more of a, the body image I was looking for, but going to the gym for me now at least is, um, I'm not looking at myself in the mirror and saying, oh my God, I did this. Like, yeah, the results are nice, but it's more of a... You know, it's the same thing I do every single day. I go to the gym. I don't do the same thing, but I work out every day. It makes me feel productive that day and, you know, go on to the next thing. You know, I go, if I, if I, I have my rest days, like on the weekends, I have my rest days, but I go to the gym five to six times a week and it's not really about losing weight anymore. It's kind of just like staying healthy, staying in shape, you know, having a healthy lifestyle. It's not about, oh, I'm going to get abs. Oh, I'm going to get muscles. No, it's just about the thought of, you know, having a schedule, having something to do every single day, doing the same thing, getting in, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like kind of doing the same thing every day. And yeah. <laughs> so the, the next question is, how do you manage working out and having two jobs? Honestly... Okay, like, this is what, kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I used to, I was never codependent in my life. Like, I never really needed someone, like, needed someone in my life to feel like I was happy. You know, like, having friends was nice, yeah, but kind of my whole life I was shut down as a kid. Not by my family, just by, like, kids my age, like, I always was seen as too loud. Uh, you know, I'm 6'4", so I was always taller than everyone. That kind of made me stand out a little bit, and people really made fun of me for that. But, um, you know, kind of, kind of not even isolating yourself, but focusing on myself more and not seeing people as much, because for, for about five or six years, 
of my adolescence, I was kind of in a really, really, really tough spot. And I, I can admit that now that I needed help and I was just not in a good place, you know, whether that was my mental health, physical health, the, the way, the way, like, it was just, everything was just not good for throughout middle school and about 10th or 11th grade. It was just, whether that was substance abuse, you know, self-harm, any, any, any of those three things or any of those things, it was, I was struggling a lot. So I kind of needed to separate myself from that social aspect because I, I do have, a, I, I can come off like, you know, I'm very articulate, I'm very social, but in my head the whole entire time, I'm very, very nervous when I talk to people. I'm freaking out the entire time. Like, oh my God, did I say the wrong thing? Do people even like me? Are they, are they being fake right now? You know, is this person, can I trust this person? I'm just freaking, freaking out the whole entire time. So kind of separating myself, separating myself from that social aspect and kind of just me every single day, you know, keeping my family close to me. It, it really, it really, really helped me have a mental toughness to, you know, wake up every single day and be like, I'm going to do this today. You know, I'm, I'm going to have a good day today, you know, and if it's bad, I'm going to make the next day like better. And I, I didn't have that. I've never had that mindset until recently and that's when I kind of isolated myself from from people you know and that happened anyway with COVID and everything but I feel like if I didn't separate myself from that these toxic like behaviors that I was having because as much as we we don't want to admit like when we're in a toxic relationship that toxic relationship can always go two ways you know when someone's being just not okay to you being rude to you whether that's mentally physically verbally you know sometimes you can jab back and you know kind of act the same way and I, that's what I was doing with most of my friendships like you know after I would drop a friend I would be like well you know fuck this person like they, they, they treated me like shit but I treated them like shit right back so I wasn't any better than um than them so kind of like I said like I have been saying over and over again kind of focusing on you and working on yourself every single day take it a day at a time like you can you can fuck up a million times but you'll eventually get there i'm still not there i'm still working towards that hundred and hundred percent you know i'm doing great right now but i can still always get better so you know having a schedule in place but making that schedule a little bit flexible you know i'm not telling you to never hang out with anyone again but you kind of have to work on yourself before you expect results to happen. Um, so yeah, I kind of, to answer that question, it would be, you know, really focusing on yourself, you know, not having that social aspect as much as you usually would have, like, because you can't fit in friends, you can't fit in two jobs, you can't fit in gym all in one day, you know, and it, it'll, they'll start to clash after a while. You have a school coming up, that, that's my social aspect. Job, that's my social aspect. But I feel like with me, I recently, I, I don't, I don't have this want to, to hang out with people. And I know that kind of, kind of sounds sad, but when I, when I hang out with people now, it's like, after bettering myself, you see the way people act and it's like, you just don't want to be around them. You know, I, I know one day I'll find that person, you know, that makes me happy that I, I won't feel that way about people, but you know, when I, when I hang out with people, I just get tired of it. Like, <laughs> I, I have connections with people. It's not like I'm a fucking loser, but, and that's not a bad thing either. 
Like, I have one close friend and that's all I really need, you know? And I don't even talk to her that much anymore. I, uh, like, I'm so focused on on me right now. And I know that can sound selfish, but I'm the only person that's ever been there for, for me. You know, like, the people that are there for you, they fluctuate. They they leave, they come in, new people come in, they, and then they leave. So the only person that's been there for me is me. And I feel like you know, bettering me will only help me in the long run. So the answer to that question is kind of focusing on yourself, you know, even like separating myself from from socializing was because I was around a lot of substance abuse and I was trying to, you know, really get sober. And I have, I have been for seven months, but it was really, really hard to, you know, separate like going, like I would go to a party and I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to be there. I still, I, like when people invite me to parties, I say no. Like it's not because like I'm scared because I have social anxiety, you know, I still do, but it's not as bad as it used to be, but I just can't be around, you know, drinking and all that stuff. And I, I don't think people my age understand that. And that, you know, that's not my problem that they don't understand that. So Yeah just kind of focus on you and you'll see results the next question is what is your podcast and where can i listen you can listen on podbean that's what i am recording on right now so you can find it in my instagram bio i also if you have me on snap just snapchat me and i'll send you the link best advice you can give you know <laughs> i feel like people recently been reaching out to me because they feel like I have all these answers but you know I don't I don't <laughs> like I feel like it, it depends what you want the advice on the best advice I think I, I could give personally is don't dwell on the past like that that's a big one for me because for a while when I was when I was in my first couple of steps of bettering myself the first couple months I would always find myself every couple of days bawling my eyes out because because of something that happened in the past once you start you know whether that's eating right whether that's you know making new relationships you know going to the gym whatever find a new hobby and you it'll it will totally not even distract you but you will not even think about any of the bad things that have ever happened to you like yeah like you know they'll happen sometimes but it's just how you cope with it and you know, I, I don't, I don't, like, yeah, I cry sometimes. I cried today. It was because I was watching a movie, but you won't be dwelling on the past. I, I'm telling you, once that mindset changes into something good, you just won't, you won't really be thinking about all those bad things. You'll be thinking about your new hobbies that you made, all these new friends that you made, all these good things that have been happening in your life. The good will always outdo the bad. And I'm telling you that. The good will always outdo the bad and having hope is such a great thing because you know if you always expect the worst the worst is always going to happen i'm telling you that right now the worst will always 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 happen if you're if you're thinking oh well this sucks oh well you know we tend as people to expect the worst and freak ourselves out over something that hasn't even happened yet and, and I'm guilty of that too. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm perfect. I'm the most imperfect person. And that's fine. But the more you dwell on the past, the more bad things and negative things that are going to happen in your life. 
So that is my best advice I can give is do not focus on the past and things that have happened in the past because there's nothing you can do to change that. You can only better your future. I'm like, I'm like super motivational speaker today and it's fine. <laughs> um, okay. How are you so motivated? How do you do it? I'm jealous. Um... Honestly, I get kind of jealous of myself, too. Like, <laughs> sometimes I look at my life, I'm like, damn, she fucking did that. Um, you know, I try to bring positive things into my life. You know, I, I look at I look at the way that I, I cope with things now, and then I, I see what I did in the past. And it, it, it's such an amazing feeling seeing that you, that you handled a situation differently that you have in the past in a positive way. You know, I, I had a situation, you know, a couple months ago with this girl, like, she just, she just was being super rude to me, and in the past, I probably would have been like, well, fuck you, and probably would have done something bad to her. Not bad, but, like, probably cursed her out, or yelled at her, or who knows. But when people are mean to me now, it's just like, okay, you know, I'm gonna be upset about it for 20 minutes, and then I'm never gonna think about it again. Yeah, something might trigger it, but you know, you can't you can't control who likes you or not. People, like we try to help people change, but people will not change if they don't want to change themselves. You can't change people, you know. And I've learned that recently. You know, I'm 17 years old. I should have learned that when I was a kid, but I always had the savior complex where I, I want to help people change, and I. And when they wouldn't change, I'd be like, well, well, I'm doing something wrong. No, it's them. It's them that are, that that can't change. And that's not your fault. That's nothing but their fault. If they want if they don't want to change, there's nothing you can do. They they have to want it. Um so seeing that you that you handled something differently than you have in the past is a great feeling. So every time that happens to me, I'm motivated to have that great feeling again. And like, just, I'm just saying this in general, like, you always have to treat people with respect, you know, I was super disrespectful as a kid, you know, I, I still can be, but you really have to push my buttons to get me to that point, but respect is a very important aspect of life, and if you don't, if you don't give people respect, you will never receive it, so, yeah, staying motivated is is, you know, it can, it can be hard some days, you know, I have bad days where I have these thoughts, where like, you know, just give up right now, but then, I, then I, you know, I, I say to myself, like, I, yeah, I have to do this, or, because I never want to end up in the spot that I was a couple months ago, you know, like, even when I was, like, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, I never want to be in that spot ever again, and you can get out of that spot, I'm telling you, I, I'm, there's nothing I can do to say this more, but it gets better. You have to have hope. Like, I was in such a horrible, horrible, horrible place. Like, like I just said, 13, 14, 15, 16. For years. Cops in and out of my house. In and out of psychiatric wards. You know, substance abuse. Anything you can think of. I wanted to be six feet under the ground dead. And that my mind was like that. 24 7 like i i i was wishing when i went to bed i did not wake up and like seeing if, if i could talk to my 13 year old self now like she would not recognize me and i think that's such a great thing if you can 
you can really dig yourself out of that hole anybody can dig themselves out of that hole and if you're experiencing that right now i'm telling you that things i'm like getting emotional but things get fucking better they do and there's nothing i can really say to say more is it gets so much better like you're your kid you're gonna fuck up you're gonna do stupid shit kids are stupid and you know if you don't go to, through these things when you're a kid you'll never know what failure feels like when you're an adult and feeling that for the first time as an adult i can tell you it is a awful fucking feeling and you're gonna you're gonna think it's the end of the world so failing now having fuck-ups now doing stupid shit now that's okay that we we can't avoid the stupid shit that happens in our life or the bad things that happen in our life it's the way we cope with those bad things is good what's what is what's gonna help us and bad shit still happens to me you know not as much as it used to but when bad things happen to me I, I cope with them so much differently and more in a positive way that it's it's actually like insane how different I, I am and I feel like most of the people that are listening to us I go to school with them and I feel like they 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 could say that about me who they don't even know me oh my god I just looked at the clock two 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 see oh the recording two one two two I'm telling you, good things are gonna fucking happen. Um, but yeah, I, like, if if I could, like, actually, that that's my best advice I can give. Things get fucking better. They do. They will. Like, I know it sucks right now. And if if you're in a bad spot right now, please DM me and talk. Talk to me. I will sit there and just listen. I will not say a word. I, I can give you advice if you want me to, but I'm an open book. I've fucking seen it all and I'm 17 years old. I've lived like four different lives. And, you know, I, I didn't grow up in, an, in a toxic household or, you know, but going to school and being shut down every single day, telling people telling me that I'm ugly, people telling me that I'm too loud. You know, I came out when I was in seventh grade. People really were awful, awful, awful people to me. And I don't blame them. <laughs> like, I don't blame kids for being fucking stupid. I don't blame them at all. Like, kids are dumb. I was dumb. I've done some stupid shit. I'm not gonna, you know, say that it's all their fault. You have to, you have to work on yourself. Like, that, that's the, like, best advice I can give. But staying motivated, yeah, it's hard sometimes, but... You really just have to push through it and say, you know, if I do this, I'm going to have I'm going to have a good outcome and I'm going to feel better about myself. It, just take it one day at a time. And it's OK if you have one or two slip ups. That's completely 100 percent fine. So, yeah, that is my answer. <laughs> um, next question. What is it like being hot? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um stop i don't even know how to answer that okay next question um what is, what is one of the best decisions you've ever made okay one of the best decisions i've ever made was honestly getting sober because that was like a complete domino effect of good things that happened to me after that you know when i when i was in my junior year beginning mid-junior year i was that I was at my heaviest weight, you know, I'm 6'4", I'm, I'm about 165 right now, but I, I was 220 in January uh, 2020, uh, 2021, you know, I was 
substance abuse, you, you name it. I had every, I was doing everything wrong. And, um, you know, I, I looked at myself in the mirror. I, I don't know what it was, but I, I just said, I, I need to change. I, I need, I need to fucking wake up. Let, like, we need to change this because this is not a good path we're going down. Yeah, my grades were fine, but the path I was going down was just not, like, my, the way I was acting on social media was just, like, fuck everyone because they don't accept me. It's, it's your fault. And that's not, that's, you know, like I had said before, you can't change people. The only thing you can do is just better yourself and you'll see results, whether that's physical, mental, from peers, from other people, from your parents, your significant other, anything. Once you start, you know, bettering yourself and seeing that, you know, living alone for a little bit or kind of just being alone for a while, it, 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 it gives you time to be a better person. And I know I have a good heart. I know I'm a good person, but the way I, I was acting was not. That wasn't me. And anyone, you know, I don't think I really had hurt anybody, but I think the way I was acting was just not, not good. You know, I, I was, like I'd said, just like substance abuse, self-harm, just anything it was just, it was awful. It was not good. And I just had looked at myself in the mirror and said, nope, we got to change this. We got to stop. And I, that, I, I've, I've told to my friends this, but the first step in bettering yourself is finding a new hobby um, or a new lifestyle change or a new diet, anything, anything to, you know, get that first breaking that ice and, you know, really just start that domino effect of um, good things happening. So I, I started my vegan diet and I've been vegan for eight, seven, seven and a half months, eight months. And, um, you know, that, that didn't really lead to something the best, but, you know, it ended up being okay. And I'm happy that it did. And I, you know, that, that vegan diet ended up me, like, causing me to lose, like, almost 50 pounds. But it was in an unhealthy way. And, you know, that, you know, that wasn't a good thing. But my next hobby was or next thing, my next step was going to the gym. And, you know, when I was going to the gym and eating, like, nothing, I was, like, almost passing out every time, you know. I was like, hmm, maybe I should eat more. <laughs> and I started eating more. And I started seeing that the more you eat, the more results you're going to see. And, you know, I go to the gym five, six days a week. And, you know, I'm, ex <laughs> like, I'm like a mom. I'm so excited to wake up the next day and eat breakfast. Uh, like, that, like... <laughs> That's so sad, but I'm actually excited to wake up in the morning, 4.50 in the morning, be like, oh my god, I get to eat my protein bar. Oh my god, I get to go to the gym, ride my bike, listen to Lord on the way to the gym, and it's pitch blackout. I fucking love that shit. I love, like a, you know, have my pre-workout, I feel like, like, coursing through my veins. It's the best. And, you know, that that's just me, personally, me. Like, you might, you might find something else and go down a path. Like, everyone has a different path, and... Um, you know, you're going to find your path. You're going to find something that you love doing and you're going to be so happy doing it. But, um, I'm going to talk about me for a little bit. <laughs> so, um, when I, when I, when I lost all that weight, you know, it, it was great seeing those numbers go down. Like, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing, I'm 
you know, I'm bettering myself. But in reality, I look back at that now and I, you know, I wasn't. I had an eating disorder. That's what it was. And, you know, I, I as I said, I started eating more, going into the gym. I saw results. I actually had, like, muscles. I had, like, these huge fucking hands on my quads. I was like, oh, shit. And, you know, that was a good feeling. And I said, I said to myself, you know, you know, this feels pretty good. Like, I want to feel this in other aspects of my life. So I started, you know, I've always been an artist. My mom's an artist. Um, so I really started to focus on art. I took an FIT class and my professor, like, that I had, you know, my mom, my mom went to the same school. So she said professors don't usually tell high school students, like, you know, that they're amazing, that they're this and that. My professor, every single student, he was like, oh, this, this art's boring to everyone else. And he saw mine and he said how amazing it was. And like, that was one of, like, one of the most euphoric, best feelings I've ever had in my entire life. Like, I'm not even kidding. It was like, cause I've always been insecure about my art. Cause you know, it's very abstract and, you know, different, not traditional art. And having a college professor tell me that my art's amazing, that I have this unique style of art, you know, and that he can feel what I'm feeling through my art was amazing, was absolutely amazing. So that was another path that I had went down. And now I'm working my ass off to get into that school. Music, you know, I fucking suck at music, but I play the guitar, I play the piano, and it makes me feel good. You know, just do things that make you feel good. Don't let anybody tell you that that stuff is stupid, that, you, that makes you feel happy. Unless those things are negative things that you know, will have a bad inf impact on your life. But, you know, things like music, art, music, film, director, whatever you want to do, do it. Don't let anybody tell you that that's, that is stupid or you can't do it because you're not good enough. Because, you know, with art, you know, I, like I said, I was so insecure that, you know, people like, that it was dumb, that I wasn't going to get into school and and I had showed this professor my artwork and he said it was amazing. You know, take that leap of faith and take that step out of your comfort zone and you'll see results. So I have work in like 20 minutes. So I'm going to, you know, kind of have my outro here. But, you know, having hope is a very, very important thing. And I know it's cheesy. I know it's fucking stupid, but always always have that you know that light at the end of the tunnel mindset you know it, you know it's gonna get better because the more and more you dwell on bad things and you know the past and things that you just have no control of focus on the things you do have control of and make yourself better okay you're gonna be okay my dms are always open you can ask for my number we can text we can i'll call me call me and we'll talk about it okay <laughs> so ah ha one 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 i just saw it again but please 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 know that you are valid you are worth it and everything about you is fucking amazing and i love you okay Mwah. so i have to go now but i fucking love all of you who are listening and i appreciate that you listen to me while i have my 30 minutes of me talking to myself and my phone but I'm going to go now. Bye. Thank you for listening.